One-of-a-kind shades made to order by Vaporshades.com. Vaporshades designs the outer layer of the sunglasses just like a wrap on a car. They customize your sunglasses, marbling the paint. The end result is no two pair of sunglasses are alike. Yours will be completely unique to you. Check us out at Vaporshades.com. Use promo code TUTTLE for 15% off your entire order. Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. Uh, the all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp, it's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Wanna see me do my dance in these thousand dollar pants? Don't disrespect me and my mans. Whole lot chops on your ass. No wonder nobody likes you, Tuttle. Everything's a goddamn debate. What's up, guys? Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great day so far. Make sure you check out my website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E.net. Now, when you go there, you're going to find every single place you're going to be able to find me. You can find me on social media, YouTube. And while I'm on YouTube, I did a great interview with Chester, I think, Sandro or Santos? I can't even remember, guys. My memory is just getting so bad. But the funny thing is, this guy is supposed to be the memory champ of the United States of America. So I did a great interview with him last night. That is available on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Tuttle. Make sure when you go there, you're going to hit the subscribe button as well as hit that bell button. Because when you hit that bell button, you're going to be alerted any time that I put up any new content or go live. That is my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Tuttle. Now, I don't mean to get really, really heavy right off the right out of the starting gate of the show. But this is something very, very important to me. It is. Um, you guys have known I, my disapproval of the Catholic Church and pretty much all organized religion. Uh, I think it's very, very evil. Now, I don't I don't judge people that are religious because I do believe in a higher power. I, I really do. I don't know what it is. And and being a fan of science, since I can't prove that there is no God, then I can't say there isn't a God because I, I really I really can't prove it. Do not know what the hell's going on, but I disapprove with organized religion. I I think it is pure evil. I think it is greed. And then all of the sexual abuse that have gone, that's gone on. And a lot of these organized religions, you can't deny it. Now we only hear about the Catholic church, but I'm sure that it goes on every single sect of organized religion, Presbyterian, Baptist, Catholic, Jewish. I think they all do it. That's why that's why I don't have problems with people that practice religion on their own. But what I do have a problem with is when these religious groups, especially the Catholic Church and Catholic Catholic Church, I'm not going to be picking on you entirely today because there's another group. There's another group that's in my site. And this group should be in everybody's site. They should be disbanded immediately. Because I'm I'm going to get into that. But I don't think you guys realize what the this molestation, this sexual abuse does to a person, especially a kid. Do you guys, do you guys realize when you're a kid, you you are like clay. 
you are trying to be molded into a productive member of society, to be a good person, to make change in the world, help people, raise a family, be kind. And do you realize what we are doing with this rampant sexual abuse that's going on? We're turning a blind eye. Do you realize, and, and I'm not saying it, it's, it happens in all cases, but you are basically taking the life away from somebody that they were supposed to live. I don't, I don't think people realize and sit back and take a step back and, and think about what this child abuse does. Not, not only does it affect them in present day time, but this is going to mess them up for the rest of their lives unless kids get help. And a lot of these kids don't get help because they, they don't ever tell. They don't ever seek help and nobody helps them. And then when they do reach out for help, the parents or whatever, they, they hide it. The church hides it. The church pays them off. Do you think that money is going to help out that person later on in their lives, the ones that had their childhood taken away from them? Do you realize what it does to them mentally? Because they don't know how they're supposed to act. Do you know how many people are so confused sexually? They can't even have a regular sex life for the rest of their life because they, they don't know. They were taught something else about how sex was going to be and it ruins it for them. It ruins their whole life. It ruins their future relationships. That they, that they could potentially have. It leads them to drugs and alcohol. It ruins their lives. And I'm not saying everybody. Because I'm sure there's a lot of survivors of childhood trauma, sexual abuse, whatever it may be, that have gone on to, to try to make a difference, try to fight against this. But for the most part, I mean, it's a high percentage of people that they just never, ever recover from it. And the next group that we should all be paying attention to is the Boy Scouts of America. Really, I don't understand how this has gone on for so long. And if they could find out that the Boy Scouts, that the Boy Scouts knew about this, somebody in the upper executive level knew about this and, and they tried to hide it, these people should be thrown under the goddamn jail. A staggering number of people have made sexual abuse claims against the Boy Scouts of America ahead of today's deadline to come forward. There should be no statute of limitations when it comes to child sexual abuse. Now, of course, you're going to be able to have to come forward and you're going to have to have a little bit of proof because that's the thing about it. I mean, this is a very double-edged sword, very slippery slope. Yeah, I know I'm using all the buzz phrases to be able to describe this. But what I'm trying to say is that there was a lot of people that do come out and they're like, oh, dude, I hate that guy. Let's tell him he raped me. Let's tell him that he, he fucked me in the ass. Yeah, no, um, it doesn't work that way. I mean, you got to be able to have some proof. You, you really, really do to be able to come forward. But they also need to be taken very seriously. Every single one needs to be taken extensively serious. Because, I mean, it's a he said, she said type deal. But obviously, where there's smoke, there's fire. And you don't have 83,000 people come forward 
unless everybody's just a bunch of greedy effers. Yes, I, I would say right now there should be no statutory. So why why keep a date that people are supposed to come forward by? It, ju- it just does not make any sense at all. The more than 82,000 alleged victims span generations as young as nine years old, as old as 95. The number of accusations is even greater than those against the Roman Catholic Church in the U.S. Look, I, I know that this is like a serious, serious topic. It, it really is. But what the F is going on? I mean, this is like the Catholic Church is Tom Brady and Drew Brees is the Boy Scouts of America. And they're going back and forth. You, I mean, you have two legends in the field of pedophilia the Catholic Church and the Boy Scouts of America, and like they're both playing at the same time. Never has this happened before where two at the top of their game when it comes to raping and molesting children are going back and forth. They're like, oh, you're, you're going to pull ahead? No, hell no. I'm going to get 83,000 molested kids on my rap sheet. What do you got, Catholic Church? Yeah, I mean, that's exactly how it is. I mean, think about that. Everybody thought the Catholic Church was the Mickey Mantle or Roger Maris of pedophilia, but no, Boy Scouts of America come in all juiced up and ready to rock and roll and say, hey, I'm taking this title all day, buddy. The Boy Scouts filed for bankruptcy protection before settling these abuse cases. Errol Barnett has the story of one man who says his nightmare lasted for years. I was in there five minutes before he unzipped my sleeping bag. Had his hand down my pants. Gil Gale was just 11 years old when he says a scout leader first assaulted him during a camp out in Alabama. Now, I know when I was in the Boy Scouts, they let us carry Swiss Army knives. It would be so great when one of these sexual predator Boy Scout troop leaders tried to sneak in into the sleeping bag, pull that knife out and stab him right in the head of his dick. That would definitely keep him from raping any other little boys because I just think it would be amazing. But what what I this is a problem I have, people. Okay, I've always talked about this. Unless you have a kid in the scouts, in that troop, you should have nothing to do with it. No outsiders. Now, will that get rid of everything? No, it's it's still going to happen because you got sick parents that will do stuff like that. They will absolutely use their children as pedophilia bait. Like, yeah, hey, hey, Johnny, little Johnny, do, do you want to get into the Boy Scouts, don't you? Yeah, oh, you do. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy's like just rubbing his hands like, yes, the plan has been set. So, yeah, that's going to happen. But just like this, I, I, you guys know that I've all played baseball play baseball all my life i was a collegiate baseball player i really didn't play that much but yes i i was there so i've wanted to coach a baseball team but guess what i do not have a kid and i think it is weird as hell for somebody to coach a baseball team that does not have a kid on the team now does does that mean that that guy's a, a a sexual predator or or a molester or a pedophile? No, it, that does not mean that. But you also got to understand if you're coaching a baseball team where you don't have a kid on there, you don't have a kid at all. That is a little suspicious. It really is sus. It is so 
Sus. Several years later, he says another scout leader violently assaulted him when he was around 13 years old. What the F? This poor bastard not only got it once, he got it twice. And if, I, if I'm just being honest, you you want me to, to tell you why? The, and, and I'm not saying why he got it. Did he deserve it? No, he, he definitely did not did not deserve it. But just like all the Catholic priests, I'm sure these other scout leaders were kind of grooming. I'm sure that they got this little handbook where they write down stuff and is like, all right, this uh, little Johnny uh, was raped at nine years old and he didn't say anything. He didn't go to his parents. Nobody found out. So they marked him down as a potential future kid to molest. I'm almost absolutely sure. And then they waited a couple of years. They're like, hey, let's let's wait till he matures a little bit. Let's wait till he gets to be 13 and and we'll try him out again. And, and that's exactly what they did. They did. They groomed this kid. They knew he wasn't going to say a, a goddamn thing about it. So they ended up raping him again. And it's sad. It is so fucking depressing. He raped me. And I can tell you that uh, I struggled with drugs and alcohol until I was 32. And um, it also caused, you know, I took a couple of swings at uh, suicide. I was just in so much pain. See, this was the thing I was talking about earlier that a lot of people don't think about. They, they think, they, oh, it only lasts a couple of years. No, no, it does not. Childhood trauma hits you way behind for the rest of your life. And some people just do not catch up. They just don't. They, they're not as strong. They're not as, as fighters. Hell, this guy even talked about it, drugs and alcohol, and even nonchalantly talked about taking a couple of swings at suicide. Huh. Sounds a little bit familiar if you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Yeah. I Listen, we've all been through childhood trauma. I Listen, I have. I'm not ready to talk about it, but this is why this is so important to me. It, it, it really, really is. And, and I don't want you to think I'm making excuses, and, and you should not think that these people are making excuses for the way that their lives turned out. Guys, when your childhood is stolen from you, when, when it's taken from you, some of the most important the most important times in your life, let me, let me take a step back on that. When, when stuff like that happens to you, people, it sets you back for the rest of your life. And then it doesn't take until you get older that you realize why you've done all of the bad things in your life and the cause for it. It, it just is so frustrating and it, it is destroying so many lives. These, these pedophiles should be charged with murder. They, they really, really should be charged with murder because they took away any chance, for the most part, from a lot of these kids. To have a normal life, and, and that's basically murder. You took their lives away from them. Gail is one of thousands who are currently accusing members of the Boy Scouts of America of sexual abuse. This may be the largest child sexual abuse scandal in, in a, certainly America and maybe the world. Michael Fow represents over a thousand former Boy Scouts. The problem it was not a few bad apples. Uh, wasn't a, a number of mistakes. Guys, listen, I know that lawyers, they, they got to make their money. They, they really do. But I'm telling you right now, these lawyers should just be taking a flat fee because these uh, lawyers, these lawyers are trying to do nothing but profit 
off of these kids having to go through the worst time of their life. And and I, I really don't think that's fair. I know I know that they got to make their money, but why should they get any cut out of any of the payment? Because, the, I mean, these kids, they were raped. They they had their innocence taken away from them, and these greedy lawyers are going to come in. They're, they're going to get their 30% or higher. That's all they see. They, they don't care about these kids. They are just looking to get paid. But obviously a systematic failure uh, on the part of the Boy Scouts from, from top on down. The organization says it intends to set up a victim's compensation fund and said in a statement, quote, we are heartbroken that we cannot undo their pain. No, you're not. You guys are just in damage control right now because you got your hands caught in the little boy's asshole. Yeah, I tried to make a cookie joke thing there. Listen, this is a comedy show, but I'm still trying to do good. So don't look at me. But guys, these people would not be doing a goddamn thing unless they got caught and they got caught. Now they're now they're all just trying to backpedal. Oh, we're so sorry. We we wish we could take away their pain. No, you're not. You guys knew about all this and you did absolutely nothing like those fucking scumbag assholes in the Catholic Church. You guys should all get a bullet right in the back of your head. I mean, plain and simple. And then they should be just like China. They should send your family, your kids, your wife, your mother, your father. They should send you a bill for whatever it costs for the bullet, 15, 25 cents. Yes, you should have to pay for the bullet that killed your loved one. That was a goddamn pedophile. Adding that they are committed to working as expeditiously as possible to provide survivors of abuse with equitable compensation. If we can somehow um, make the price the Boy Scouts pay so incredibly painful that systematic changes can happen that will ensure it never happens to anyone else. I think all 80,000 of us would settle for that. He's a nerd. I've only been arrested one time. A radio personality. Professionally, I'm not in the best position that I've ever been in. And hot talk satirizer. You would think with everything that's going on, a Caucasian like myself wouldn't be able to randomly talk to an African-American or a minority. You're listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Have you considered owning your own restaurant franchise? Good Life Organics currently offers territories across the United States. Check out GLO Franchising. That's GLO Franchising on Facebook to sign up for an overview session today. Good Life Organics Franchising, a new partner of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tell them Tuttle sent you. Send them a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash GLO Franchising. Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. If you'd like to contact me, there are two ways you can easily do that. You can email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two D's, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. Or if you don't want to leave an email, you can easily leave me a voicemail. Everything is anonymous. I've already played a couple of them. I, I want to get more of the voicemails in because I, I cannot take phone calls. And and phone calls are important. And and I know a lot of, like, I know Bubba used to say, yeah, guess what? Yeah, people that... People that use the, the phones too much become too reliable. They're they're not good at what they do. And 
and I disagree with that. I, I, I really do disagree with that a little bit because this is the only like format when it comes to broadcasting that you are able to have that instantaneous contact with your audience because you know TV is not going to do it because they they're they don't have enough balls to do it. TV news is not when they do take live phone calls, they usually get burned. It, it's usually somebody to call in and yelling Baba Booey or or Howard Stern's penis or whatever it may be. It's just they don't have the balls to be able to do it. We do. And I think that's why radio and podcasting is so special. So if you'd like to leave me a voicemail, you can easily do that. 407 270 Once again, that is 407-270-3044. Now, I wanted to get into this next topic. Uh, they come out with these studies all the time, talking about what's good for you. But I, I found this very, very interesting. Uh, men who add nuts to diet can significantly improve sperm quality. So, yes, uh, the first thing when I read the high or the, the headline was, oh, eat nuts to improve your nut. Yeah, I, I wanted to go for that joke. And you know what? I still went for it because I actually said it. So I'm sure that makes me look lame as F. But. They're saying for men and healthy lifestyle isn't just good for their well-being, but also can impact their ability to have children. Proper diet can affect the quality of a man's sperm for better or for worse. Well, hell, I am 40 right now. And guess what? I don't want to have kids. I want to see the study that tells me what food I need to eat to basically kill all my sperm. I mean, I still want to be able to, you know, nut. I still want to be able to have an ejaculation. I just don't want to be able to get anybody pregnant. Because right now, come on, I, I can barely take care of myself. But now, that's the other thing. You know, you, you always hear people, when I was in my early 20s or late teens, people would always talk about what you needed to eat to make your sperm taste better. Now, I... I I talked to Professor Ken. Professor Ken, he is one of the smartest guys that comes down from up north here at the Hobo Fish Camp all the time. And, it, and it's great to talk to him. And he's talked about how they do these studies because his, his, his professional expertise is from doing lab, lab tests with animals. And, and he's explained all this. So how, how do they come up with those tests where they're saying, oh, if you eat, you know, drink apple juice or pineapple juice, your, your semen tastes better. And I'm like, why do I care what my semen tastes like? Like, seriously. And, and, and like, how do they come up with that test? Do they get, I mean, you can't even ask. I mean, you could see how much an animal enjoys, but isn't that kind of weird if you're feeding human sperm? To other animals, I mean, that's uh, that's some pretty effed up bestiality type stuff if you're doing that. So what I'm trying to say is, do they find some, like, six ladies? I don't even know how much they need for a, a blind test study or whatever, but what do they do? Like, do they get some women off the street? Hey, we uh, we need you to come in here and, and taste semen. We need you to come in here and taste semen. All right, okay, yeah, yeah. Or do they get some gay men? Do, I, I mean, vice versa. I mean, they could they could do either or. But then you're going like, well, do men have different taste buds than women? So you're, you're kind of wanting to get both sides of 
the the gender platform to be able to tell. I mean, do men do? I mean, I'm I'm sure sperm might be tasting different to men than it is women. So how do you even do that study? And then and then do you like feed a couple of guys with um, I don't know, let's say apple juice, and another guy with pineapple, and then a Another guy, you're just going to let him drink straight up garlic butter. Yes, garlic, garlic butter. And you're going to see which one of those tastes better because you got to have one of them in there that's really, really bad just to see if it does change the taste of sperm, semen, whatever, whatever you want to call it. And, and it just doesn't make any sense. But seriously, why, why do we have these studies? Don't we already have too many people? We're already way overpopulated in the world, thanks to China and India. But, but what I'm trying to say is we are really, really overpopulated. And what do we need to do? So we want to be able to tell people, hey, if you eat these certain type of nuts, we're going to be able to make our problem even worse. Go get them. Stop having sex with condoms. It, it just drives me crazy. Why are we trying to tell these people, especially... The white trash people, white trash people breed heavier than anybody. The, so we're going to tell them how it's easier to get their significant other pregnant. Yes, I don't want any of that. Let's come up with a study that shows what people need to eat to make men sterile. I'm, I can get completely behind that study. So while we're talking about healthy things that we do to keep ourselves healthy, obviously, I want to talk about this study. It came out about multivitamins. You know, a lot of people are on multivitamins and I really don't understand. And I don't know how well they work. I've always thought that because but now there's a new study out that's saying that uh, these multivitamins almost could be like a placebo. They're, we're not getting any effects from them at all. It's just all in our mind. We're we're taking these vitamins and we're like, oh yeah, I'm doing something great for my body and I'm so healthy right now. No, and and it's a big racket. I'm sure that it is because, listen, think about this, guys. Every time you take vitamins, which I've been on multivitamins all the time, uh, it's not right in the morning, but after you take your multivitamin in the morning and then you get up and maybe pee probably around 11, 12 o'clock, your piss is neon, green, yellow, whatever it may be because of all the vitamins that are coming out of your body. So why is that stuff coming out of your body that quickly? Because is your body even really absorbing it? No. Listen, I mean, you can get all the vitamins and nutrients that you need from eating uh, the right diet. But guess what? We, we as Americans, it is so effing expensive. To be able to eat the right things, fruits, vegetables, uh, just a, a balanced diet is way expensive. And, and that's why we're so unhealthy here as Americans. It, I mean, it just, it really, really is. We are reliant on having to get these multivitamins to be able to get the nutrients that we need to, to be healthy and, and not get as sick. It just, God, man, we, we are really, really doomed. And I'm not, like I said, I, I, I know I sound like a broken record, but I've never been a conspiracy theory guy, but it almost seems like the government is wanting us to be unhealthy. They, they are pumping us full of all these uh, preservatives and additives that they add into food on a regular basis just to make us sick, to make us need the government at some point. Now, is that true? No. 
Like, here, I'll give you an example. I, I found out about this uh, when I went surfing with my buddy James from Ocean Inlet Surf Shop in Ponce Inlet. And we were talking to him, and, and I've been doing more and more research. He's like, I haven't eaten ed- eggs in six months because, like, eggs are, like, building bad bacteria in your stomach. And, and I've had that. I've had digestive problems. Like, not, not where I'm in a lot of pain. It's just, like, not, not being regular. And I, I'm not trying to get too graphic and stuff. But, yes, it, it has not been that great. And I've been taking the probiotics. Now, that, that's the other thing. I mean, is is that all uh, just a big load of crap? Uh, because I, I do feel better. And I've been eating eggs in, in a couple of days because I was eating so many goddamn eggs on a regular basis. And, and I'm going to have to do a little bit of research on that. But if you know anything about that, eggs being bad for your digestive system and bad bacteria that you could get. 407-270-3044. You can email me, Tuttle at gmail.com because it kind of makes sense. It really does. But maybe my digestive system, digestive, digestive system is, is messed up because of all the alcohol and drugs that I've taken throughout my life. Maybe I've just pickled my whole body from the massive quantities of alcohol that I've drank over my life. And, and it's just catching up to me. Maybe I'm just going to be like straight up diarrhea the rest of my life now and and i don't want you to think it's that bad because it's not i'm just saying that they are selling us a bill of goods and and these these multivitamins aren't even working for us and and who knows if this probiotics even working for me it just it's it's crazy how we get so many mixed reviews on how we're supposed to eat how we're supposed to exercise and how we're supposed to live our lives be back in a few minutes. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. Man, maybe I would have way more sex partners in my life if I just threw caution to the wind. It's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let Stitch You Up help you with your logo design. Visit stitchyouup.com or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up. Definitely not your grandma's embroidery. Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast, the final segment of the day. I got to tell you, man, it feels absolutely brilliant outside today. I mean, this is what Florida is all about. I know a lot of people up north were like, oh, why why would you live in Florida? It's too goddamn hot. No, I mean, listen. Yes, we do have hurricanes and, and we do have problems and issues. We got Florida, man. We got all that stuff. But what I'm trying to say is that around this time until about March, April, when spring starts, because we really, if I'm just being honest, we, we do not have spring here in the state of Florida. We have winter and we have summer. We don't We don't have fall. We don't have spring. And I don't even know if you even want to consider autumn. Autumn's one of those 
like seasons that we really don't even pay much attention to here in the state of Florida. But there is nothing better, in my opinion, when it comes to weather, getting that first refreshing, crisp, cool air here in the state of Florida, because you're able to open up your windows. Because during the summertime, I mean, now there are poor people. I, I've been there before where you really don't have air conditioning. And and if it's a little bit breezy, breezy out here, I do apologize. You got to remember, I'm right on the intercoastal. But there are some poor people that, that basically like leave the windows open during the summertime because they, they really don't have much choice. Now, it is great because you are so cooped up pretty much all summer with the air conditioner on. You're you're not getting a bunch of fresh air when you're inside. You're it's just not happening. Now, it, it just feels good to be able to do that. Now the allergies allergies have been horrible like lately. And and it always sucks with this pandemic going on right now. Whenever you get a little stopped up or you got that itchy, like post nasal drip in the back of your throat. Yeah, that that really does freak you the F out. So it's just kind of nice. What, what I'm trying to tell you is that this is Valhalla. Right now, this is Florida's Valhalla, where it's the promised land. This is what all Floridians look forward to. And I don't want you to think that we can't handle the summers here because we do. We We deal with it. We really do. Like, I, I mean, if, I, if I'm if i outside in the summer heat all day, like, I, I can handle it. Like, Floridians just can deal with it. And and I don't want to hear from you people out in the West, in the deserts, that want to say, oh, well, it's hotter. No, you know, F you, buddy. F you. You're not having to deal with 100% humidity. And and I spent, like, 10 days in Vegas one year. And, yes, it it is hot. It is hot as balls. But it still does not have that humidity. And it, and it does just does not compare to the Florida heat. Um, but I'm trying to get my dad out. My dad's about to come out. We are going to do his little bit of walk because he's, he's been having the physical therapist come over. But he's doing a lot of exercises on his own. And we've been using the golf cart. So he's been doing like a quarter mile Every day, which I, I know that does not seem a lot, but for a guy that, that has been having walking problems, walking issues, to be able to do that amount is pretty goddamn good, in my opinion. And and I'm really, really proud of him. Now, it it, it does take a while because what, what, in, what ends up happening is that we, we have the Florida Gators golf cart here, and, and I drive him around. He holds on to the handle, and I walk him around. But it, it, it's, it's so difficult. Because that golf cart is so wound up tight. It's one to go. So you barely have to push it. And and that, that, that gets a little painful on your ankles for sure. You know, it's crazy. People that do not have money and, and how they are fascinated with some of these rich a-holes that just waste their money on the most dumbest BS you could ever think of. And 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 that's really, really weird. Now, you, you can look at it two ways. If you look at a rich person that is very frugal with their money, that's that's really not that great for the economy. 
It really, really isn't because the more that these rich assholes spend their money, the better it is for the economy, depending on where it goes. Now, I really don't I really don't believe in trickle down economics where, you know, the boss is going to pay and, and it's going to go down to the employees, the managers, the 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 consumers. Now, I mean, that that really never happens because you want me to be honest. The reason why rich people are rich is because they are greedy. They are rich, complete dickheaded assholes that they just want to keep their money. And that's why they have it, because they cannot have enough money. And I know a lot of you people are going to be like, oh, well, Tuttle, stop being a socialist. No, that's that's not the case, because I'm telling you right now. See, that's that is the thing about it is that people don't realize you have all these billionaires. You got you got these rich, rich people that just can't get enough. Give me give me give myself or or somebody in the same financial restrictions that I am, give me a million dollars. Now, I would have to be smart about it. I, I would still have to work. But I'm telling you right now, you give me a million dollars, you're never going to hear from me again. It's just, it's not going to happen. Because, I mean, I mean, think about this, people. I mean, in my life, and and I'm not saying that I've lived a bad life. I, I really haven't. But I mean, the most that I have ever made in a year is probably 60 in between 60 and $70,000 a year. That's that is the maximum that I have ever made in my life. And guess what? I was I was living like a king. I, I really, really was. And and I'm not one of those people that needs to buy those extravagant things. But I was reading a story about this rich Chinese guy. I, and that's the thing about it is I don't even understand. See, this this is how much of a dick that they actually think that they look like, that they end up buying these certain type of objects with pseudonyms, like people using different names. And recently, a homin pigeon, a homin pigeon. And if you don't know what a homin pigeon is, these are the birds that they would put notes on to be able to deliver it during war times. And I guess it has become a little bit of a uh, a hobby or a collector's type sport. And this guy bought a goddamn homing pigeon for $1.9 million. What the F, people? Like, seriously, like with all the technology we have now, what good is a homing pigeon? Like, seriously, bring bring a homing pigeon down here to Florida and let them run across a bird hunting field. That message is never, ever going to get delivered because one of these rednecks down here, one of these Florida crackers is going to blow your one point nine million dollar homing pigeon right out of the sky. And what are you even paying one point nine million dollars for when it comes to a homing pigeon? Are, are you are you buying a homing pigeon that looks good? Are you buying a homing pigeon that's really a fast flyer? Or are you buying a homing pigeon that is just smart enough to be able to find its way home every single time? And this 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 is what really pisses me off about the whole thing is that for $1.9 million, like, do you realize what I could do with $1.9 mother effing million dollars? And this guy wasted it on a bird? which is obsolete at this point because I could easily send a message encrypted 
over the internet to somebody else and I'd be like, yeah, you know what? Fuck that pigeon. And, and the little note that he's carrying because it's like, I can, I can get a message off immediately. So, so what, what is the fascination with these birds that you're willing to be able to spend $1.9 million when you are doing that, when you are spending $1.9 million on a homing pigeon, you know what that makes me? You have way too much money. You just do. I know it's your money to be able to spend and do whatever you want with it. But yes, in my opinion, you have way too much money. All right. In closing, this is something I wanted to talk about. A lot of people want to talk about how the youth is one of our greatest resources, our youth. And and I do agree with that. But I, I also think our elderly, I, I think our older generation is is just as important. But it also does have its limitations. It, it really, really does. And, and the reason that I that I bring this up is like every Saturday, I, I watch college game days. I am a humongous college football fan. I, I watch college game days. And I've been seeing a lot of people like slander Lee Corso. And and I just don't get it. I really don't. Why why are you guys picking on Lee Corso? Lee Corso is a natural, a national treasure. Not a natural, a national treasure here in the United States, especially with college football. And and there's been a lot of those guys that don't know when to retire. Like here, I'll give you a Bobby Bowden. Bobby Bowden went a little bit too long. But still, even though me being a Gators fan, I had nothing but respect for Bobby Bowden. Bobby Bowden is is a GOAT. I mean, he's one of the greatest of all time. But Lee Corso, yes, I'll admit, Lee Corso is not as sharp as he once was. But guess what? I still think Lee Corso is better than some of these other bland new guys that are coming in and using all these buzz buzzwords and stuff like that. So before you want to slander Lee Corso, just th- just think of all the stuff Lee Corso has seen. Now there are some cases where where I think that older people need to maybe be regulated, like driving. Old people at a certain age. I I think after eighty. You need to go and get your driver's license test every single year. Yes, I mean, you really should because, I mean, these older people pit, I mean, in the early 2000s, I mean, it goes through phases. Like, it should be coming up any time where you're going to see a lot of old people mowing down people at farmer's markets or, or street festivals, whatever it may be. And, and that was happening a lot. So, yes, I, I really, really do think that we need to do a better job with the elderly when it comes to driving. And and you know what? Almost like voting. I, I, I really do think that voting is like, I'm here, I know this, and, and I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, Total, you're shock jocking. You're just trying to be shocking to get a rise out of us. And, and that's not the case. No, it is not the case one bit at all. But why, why do like people 85 or above, why, why do they get to be able to vote? 
<laughs> I know that sounds weird. I know a lot of you guys, but what, I mean, I mean, I'm just being honest. Why, why, why do they get the vote? I mean, at any any day, any second, any minute, th- they could be dying. So, so we're really gonna let people vote that aren't gonna be around. I mean, that that is like, I don't know, somebody ordering dinner, and and not planning on staying to eat, like. I'm not going to like all the food that's sitting around on those people. But I'm out. I'm peace out. I ordered for everybody, but I I, I have no intentions in eating because I'm going to be dead. And I know a lot of people live. And that's the thing about it is that the older people, they, they're, they're still set in their ways. Am I saying that they're bad people? No, they're, they're definitely not bad people. But why, why do they get to make decisions for the group when they're not even going to be around. It, it, and, and that's exactly what I'm trying to say. So I, th- I think people need to lay off of Lee Corso. Here, I'll, I'll give you another one. Lou Holtz. They still put Lou Holtz behind a news desk to be able to talk about college football. Do you think Lou Holtz has any business being in front of a, a, a TV, a, a camera, or a microphone? Hell no. But guess what? Lou Holtz is still a great guy. The guy coached some of the greatest college football teams of all time, and we're going to slander him just because he's getting old. It's, it's, it's just not fair. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed today's show. I'm trying to go a little bit longer every single day. I want to thank everybody that supports the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Without you, this show would not be growing. Would not be growing if you were not telling your friends, your family, your loved ones, your coworkers, your neighbors, whatever it may be. It, it's all thanks to you. So, hope you guys enjoyed today's show. Hope you guys are being safe. And I will talk to you tomorrow. And that's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Like, share, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast is brought to you by the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. You want some cool-ass sunglasses? Check out vaporshades.com. Also brought to you by stitchyouup.com, pocketpairclub.com, Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Lamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions. Facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents. Show voiceover service is brought to you by jcvoiceover.com. That guy's got a damn sexy voice. You should hire him. Check out jcvoiceover.com. If you want to help support the show, go to paypal.me slash title on the radio. Comments? Concerns? Or do you just want to let Tuttle know he's being a dickhead? Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two D's at gmail.com. To follow all of Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, yo, Terry, fuck going on?